listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Go harder for a nigga than a nigga. Go figure. Told me keep my own money. If we ever did split up, how some how can so and so gangster be so pretty in pictures, ripped jeans and a blazer and the Louboutin slippers? Picasso was alive. He would have made her. That's right, nigga. Mona Lisa couldn't fade her. I mean, Marilyn Monroe is she's quite nice. But why are all the pretty icons always all white? Put some colored girls in the MoMA. Half these brides ain't got nothing on Wallona. This nigga put Lavonia. Anyway, <clears throat> don't make me bring Thelma in it. Bring Holly, bring Penelope and Selma in it. Uh, back to my Beyonce's. You deserve three stacks worth of Andre. Call Larry Godosian. You should be in music, museums. Whoever wrote these terrible. You belong in vintage clothing crushing the whole building. You belong with niggas who used to be down for dope dealing. You're too dope for any of those civilians. Now shoot children, stop looking at her tits. Get your own dog, you heard? That's my, hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and Karen. i've been waiting for a long long time just to get on and throw our hands up high um we're live on a monday a monday night um a doubleheader in the nfl you know uh shout out to y'all boycotting the nfl stay strong you know them games was good as hell yesterday they was hitting boy they was hitting out there i was like whoo glad i didn't pick the because i it would have been tough i don't know how y'all doing it but good luck to y'all uh out there you know uh just listen stay strong you know i just i gotta tell you boy that aaron Rodgers something else you know (laughs) (laughs) couldn't be me couldn't be me you know what i'm saying uh but for the rest of y'all you know i mean hey it's a lot of i you know i understand people boycott i'm supporting the players that's putting up their fist and sitting during the anthem and still playing so like i'm supporting them because somebody gotta support them too you know we can't all boycott some of us had to be there for the people who gonna see michael bennett uh play i gotta see him play you know what i'm saying support that brother out there you know uh you got you got my man um his brother martellus bennett he woke as fuck you know i gotta let him know like hey we out here we black people we looking at you we looking for you we hoping you do good want you to get them sacks you know them tackles all that stuff man like so if somebody got to do it so you know aaron Rodgers, the woke white quarterback the only one look appreciate you brother you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, i'm rooting for you you know i i had to somebody got to be here to do it for all the people that can't do it you know because black people gonna keep playing so they need people to cheer them on how they gonna be motivated to do good on the field you know i don't want them to feel like they all alone so you know that's that's my nindo my ninja way okay <laughs> that's how i help um but yeah it's uh it's a monday uh you can find us on itunes stitcher search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews um we'll read them on the air if they're nice uh if they're not nice we'll just pretend we didn't get them uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um oh and just as a note to for the show um yesterday we had to talk a lot about you know hillary clinton and her book and all this shit um someone wrote us a comment on facebook i deleted it because uh if you're not gonna talk about what comes out of our mouths i'm not here to defend some shit other people said mm-hmm like you i'm not gonna i'm not dumb enough to pretend barack obama didn't face racism when he was running for office she faced sexism when she was running for office uh the voter right act was was struck down she's the first ever candidate 
uh, at least on the democratic side to even have to run since the voter rights act was fucking put up like come on uh so yeah to run without a, a vra you know to run with all this uh voter suppression and, and shit that that uh you know they've been trying to do for years but a lot of these states actually passed that shit last the last election mm-hmm. so uh and those who didn't pass it had it fighting in court the whole time changed the the rules for voting you know we are very connected mm-hmm. to this shit if you just don't like that bitch come on then just roll with that don't don't tie me up in your shit i don't need to get into like and dislike like and dislike of politicians is very subjective in the first place i don't know these niggas uh you know i i know what policies they run under and i know which things i'm willing to uh to gamble on quote unquote not i wasn't willing to gamble on trump being in office so Mm -hmm. she had my vote anything else you say i really don't give a fuck because it's literally that simple for me and i'm just one person and karen's just one person we have one vote each we're people tuning into this show to hear what we think we're telling you what we think about this shit uh but yeah don't save your breath i didn't even read all that shit i was just like what stop stop writing up here about i don't care you know um all right let's move into all the news and stuff okay guys plenty of news continue to happen um well, Hurricane Irma still fucking around, dog. Shit hit like South Carolina now or something. Mm-hmm. Charleston like got all kinds of flooding and stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far or not far it's coming to the, you know, into the mainland of South Carolina and uh, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Um, but one thing that's weird is I've noticed that my uh, aversion to just watching the news, like sitting the TV on the news channel it's kind of made me out of the loop with the hurricane because if i watch it i can't stomach much of it because within like i don't know a couple of minutes i reach my limit they're telling me the same thing they have these reporters that have to drive out there and stand in fucking in the rain and shit uh and the wind is blowing them around and stuff and they're just it's like they're spending more time telling us that the person is safe than they're reporting on the actual thing because it looks so bad you know it's like a 76 pound reporter out there being like uh the winds are coming in pretty hard you can see the trees are bent to the left and it's like yeah you can also see that from the car just yeah yeah one day one day i don't know if it's ever happened we're gonna watch around and, and see a reporter die on the air like they gonna something gonna come and smack them and like it ain't gonna be funny it's gonna smack them and they're gonna get caught up in the hurricane and we ain't never gonna see them again yeah I, they had one they had one black dude that was uh like jason storm chaser or some shit and he got out the car and was trying to get a reading of the wind and lit- the wind was pushing him back so far that he was basically leaning into the wind just to stay upright and they get the measurement and i was like yeah i don't y'all don't get bonuses for this dog yeah i'm like no there's no amount of weather that could be interesting enough to make my black ass do that you know what i mean to get out there I, I, I was like i actually want someone to take a screenshot of that and paint it and uh i'll pay for it to put it on my wall and i'll call it being black every day in america because it <laughs> the, the, the strength he had to to fight with in order to uh just stay upright you know what i mean i'm like oh yeah i know that feeling wake up every morning like here we go again let me lean into this system so i can uh make my way in life yeah and survive and it's one of those things where like i said maybe it's just me i've always thought that was stupid 
and from my understanding the people that make the money ain't them people the people that make the money be the people sitting at the desk yeah and there's like all this disasturbation and shit yes and the same and the thing is it's a tragedy and and i think the thing that frustrates me is that here in america people don't care and people don't want to give unless they hear a fucking sad story and we know people are hurting and you should do it just out of being a good decent human being you shouldn't have to see a lot of times brown people most of the time putting microphones in their face they somebody just died lost a friend family can't find their kids and here you come with a camera and a microphone shining it in their face talking about how do you feel and what's going on in your life and then everybody look crazy when they cuss the motherfucker out because they're like i i don't give a fuck about what you're talking about right now and no i don't want to run down on my sad story for a 30 minute clip that you're going to put on repeat on youtube yeah it's weird because we've been watching that stuff happen our whole lives of tragedy happens specifically to black and brown people especially and they put a camera in your face they watch you cry people talk about how it humanizes the moment but uh, you never really see the full empathy there obviously there's nothing that can be done at that point for a lot of people you know um and and it's like they want to put a face on the tragedy um and not everybody's here for that shit you know um and like they had one woman in houston where they interviewed her and she like went off on the cameraman uh, on the news reporter because she was basically like man y'all got us up in here you know um like we're really breaking down and people really losing their families and shit and y'all just putting this on tv for the sensationalism of it you Correct, know because you know a lot of people watching let's keep it real they don't care yeah it's just it's, it's just difficult for me to to watch it you know right. what i mean as somebody that has survived the hurricane i'm like that shit ain't no like it's it's nothing funny it's nothing to ha 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 about you know and and i do understand but here's it hold up hold up they're not ha ha haing they're not they not acting like it's funny you know what i'm saying like these aren't comedians I, I i do think there's probably people that can make a joke out of a hurricane that i would laugh at i'm yeah, not saying that, that. okay that they're saying these are this is a very serious event and then they're just mining for tragedy porn yes and like i was gonna say before yes you can find comedy in the midst of this but uh like you say you're not mining for comedy you're you're mining for disasterbation you're there just let's see who can get the most heartbreaking and saddest thing that you can find out there oh you lost three kids oh you lost five kids you know it's like they just try to dig for it and it's like a lot of times y'all do this and then when the cameras go off y'all pack y'all trucks up and leave you do not help these people or assist these people in any way shape form or fashion right it's it feels like there's a pattern to it right and nothing's really changing about it. it's just you seeing cameras down there show us the people that say they can't they won't leave they always show those people first uh meanwhile there's a lot of people that can't leave right and, and, and because we've talked about on the show before the average american has less than 200 dollars savings and they're living check to check um that's just the average you know many black many americans live below the poverty line um you know it just leaves a recipe that's ripe for disaster uh and for loss of life and property um loss of jobs you know um a lot of these places want to open up soon as the fucking hurricane goes by and if i can't evacuate you know what i mean and i lose my stuff or i can't make it to work or whatever 
now i've lost that as well you know not everybody has the safety is a privilege not everybody has access to that shit um you know they're, they're they do there's people that are like you know they provide transport to shelters and things of this nature but you just never know man i i was looking outside my door today and we got a phone book you know the paper phone book mm-hmm. and my first thought when i saw it was why the fuck do they keep delivering paper phone books what a waste of paper what a waste of time but i thought about it i'm in a house where i have the internet i have a cell phone right i have access to uh a lot of like there's a lot of conveniences i have in my life just by the nature of what what we do and what we can afford like Correct. if i lived in a pla- place where maybe i didn't have access to a cell phone <clears throat> maybe i didn't have uh the internet or access to the internet we haven't made that a right in america like Mm -hmm. maybe i need a fucking not just a a phone book but i need someone to come put it on my doorstep you know it's not that far-fetched when you think about it like that you know to me i'm like throw this shit in the trash but to somebody else it's like oh cool the new phone book came out i need this right and also something else that uh people ain't paying attention to uh in most uh buildings uh, you have to have a landline. It's mandatory. Like they like, hey, you you put a building up where somebody gonna live. You got to get a landline. We don't care if they hook this shit up or not. You, it's mandatory that you have like a, some form of a landline phone. And on the low, <clears throat> the they're trying to pass. And I think I don't know if it's I don't know if they passed it or not. But they're trying to pass shit where they can get around not putting landlines in residential areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, like you say, well, you do when you're dealing with people where they might, people still do get dial up, y'all. I know people don't want to hear this, but people still use old school dial up. People, some people do have to use a, a, a phone phone, like, and they can't afford a cell phone. Like, people do use these services, and I guarantee you a lot of places where they want to strip this are places that are predominantly poor or places where they're going to have section eight and shit like that. They're not going to, you know, in the regular everybody else going to get a phone, but most people are not going to use it. But the people that need it, they're trying to strip it out of those areas. And you're like, well, you're cutting these people off from the world. And I think it's purposeful and it's strategic. And I think <coughs> that overall, this country doesn't give a fuck about the poor. Uh, they never have. And they, they, they try to pretend like they care, but you don't because if you cared, you would be sure the people that can't leave could leave. Nobody ever talks about that. And it's always, and I know it's a lot of niggas that can leave and don't, but a lot of times the people that are like, I'm staying, majority of them people are white. And it's a privilege to be like, fuck it, I'm staying. And, but I can afford to leave now, but I'm just choosing to stay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really even want to get into the semantics of it, though, because it doesn't really matter because we don't know who can and cannot afford to stay. We Correct. do know that America has a huge problem with wage uh disparity, you know, yes. with people that are working poor, which is, you know, you have two and three jobs. You can't even afford to save up. You can barely afford anything that you have. You're working more than 40 hours a week, but you don't have insurance. You know, things of this nature that you know a lot of us get to take for granted you know what i mean like a lot of us get to you know navigate our lives with this privilege of whether it's having insurance or being able to afford things and and stuff like that and you know whether it's a plane ticket a tank of gas a hotel lodging whatever sometimes people just ain't got it and what i'm supposed to do when i ain't got it in the hurricane coming so i don't even want to get into the semantics because maybe somebody is saying 
well i'm staying i ain't letting the hurricane scare me but they're saying that because they don't have an option correct so they gotta put some shit on their house and hope they don't you know don't die or lose everything or whatever um but yeah i saw a lot of judgment of like just move if you the hurricane ain't and you stay there that's your fault and i'm like man look i don't know how those people's lives are going right and a lot of people were born and raised in certain areas and and that's what kills me people act like you can just pack your shit up and go the average person even a lot of people listening somebody came to you right now and said pack your shit up you got 15 minutes or 20 minutes an hour to pack your shit up and leave the average person could not afford to do that right so i don't know um i just thought people were being really uh cold-hearted about that shit right because it's not them (laughs) right you know so it's you know it's bigger than just you know like you gotta step outside of the things that you can do because we take shit for granted all the time you know if i had to leave charlotte for three days i can find a way i can make it happen not everybody can Mm-mm. um and that's not even counting people that are like you know with now with with uh the crackdown on immigration and shit you got people that are like i'm scared to go to a shelter right you know i might get deported i'm trying i i i'm staying because if i leave my house they're gonna arrest me yeah who's coming to get homeless people and shit like that like it's a lot um the thing that's weird to me is um uh we could as a nation afford to make sure that people are taken care of Mm -hmm. during disasters we do have the money um we find ways to get into more conflicts we find ways to spend money on uh the biggest military in the world you know like two and three and four times over and shit um we could do this we could legitimately put the united states uh you know some either call it the military call it whatever but we could put people to work on shit like this where it's like okay the we need to get these houses secured and to get these people secured you need to get people out of this area um especially when we have like we had like a week with this you know um it it feels like if this was um i don't know if north korea shot a missile that went over america we'd organize uh we organized we're ready to send put people on the ground with no problem with no problem within a a week in an instant you know like we'd figure something out but you know the society wants what the society wants right um speaking of which so much for the american dream the u.s is named as the worst country to be a parent ranking behind mexico and costa rica while finland is hailed as the best uh uh best home for moms and dads mm-hmm. i believe that that's why a lot of people don't have kids like a lot of people but i want to have kids motherfucker they're expensive i don't get no paid time off i don't get maternity leave and that's if you have a job that allows maternity leave a lot of a lot of these same working class people people get pregnant and this happened to some of my cousins like they literally worked until they had their baby and then with after they got out of the hospital they literally had to go though back to work like within seven two four eight whatever that is because it was like i got bills to pay i cannot stay here with my child and a lot of working poor uh, when you talk about when women have children that bond that's why a lot of women don't breastfeed go like i don't have time to sit and pump my breast and breastfeed like nope you don't get this formula dog well even when it's not working poor right like even people that have quote-unquote good jobs don't have a lot of maternity leave Mm-mm. um sometimes and even when you have like leave a lot of times you don't get paid 100 percent of your salary no you don't so like yeah we provide leave at 60 percent can you get by on 60 percent you know do you have 
enough saved to get by on 60 percent 40 percent of your salary you need to make up for however much time you're out um and bills don't stop right not to mention you have now you'll have new costs involving a baby you know what i mean so it's it's a lot man but yeah america's already an overworked society as much as we talk about lazy americans and all that shit mm-hmm. leave leave more pto time on the table than any other country uh leave more um leave time than it, more sick days like all that shit a lot of a lot of and a lot of people's time calculate up they don't even keep a track of it folks got three and four hundred hours of uh pto time pay time off they don't even realize they got they losing hours and they don't realize because they never take time off because what they don't also what they don't tell you is that in our country in in general particularly in corporate america people frown upon having children even people with children like this like the working environment is not child friendly and everybody acts like well this is terrible but get your ass to the work we don't care nothing about no daycare. No, we're not going to adjust your time so you can be sure that you're there for your child. No, we're not going to let you leave early so you can do this and do that. And it's like, but dog, this ain't my life. If you don't make us number one, go find another job. Yeah, I think low key, that's why women are paid less is because of resentment towards women for having children. Like there's a resentment of you're not as valuable an employee if you can have a child and the number one focus in your life must be this child and we just don't put those measurements on men right no matter how good a man is as a father we'll never look at it like that gets in the way of his job we need to get rid of him you know but we definitely will look at that at women like we'll pat men on the back for it but if a woman says i can't come to work my kid is doing such such it's like jesus she must not really want this job she's not working as hard as a man would work um but i i think a lot of that stuff is tied to that we don't value child uh children and we don't value people what it takes to raise a child no and also uh children quote unquote uh are considered a woman's thing that's what, like like it's it's the thing that's quote unquote associated with a woman's work quote unquote cooking and cleaning and washing clothes and having children that's a woman's work you expected to do all of those things and raise children and get them through school and emotionally and financially support them regardless of if you have a husband or not regardless of if you're married or not you are expected to do um and, and like a tr- traditional marriage you are expected to do you know these things and no you shouldn't complain if your mate opts not to help you because he's a man he's not supposed to do that shit no you shouldn't demand more of him you know no you you should just be happy you know that he fucked you and got you pregnant and you're just supposed to just deal with the aftermath of all of that yeah they measure uh the study measure four different uh areas um uh they uh they measured the uh annual work hours which if you follow america we're near the top uh the number of law permitted uh paid leave working days the total paid leave for mothers and paid leave for fathers using data pulled from the world bank and the organization of economic cooperation and development uh the united states although announced as the seventh best country to live in back in march 2017 uh sunk to the bottom of the work-life balance list uh thanks to culpable fair labor standards act which does not require employers to provide paid vacation yeah another thing that's interesting too is uh from the perspective of coming to live here like you're if you come from another country you already had this like 
mark on your back and then you have to work your ass off and people expect you to work your ass off not complain not work for a lot of money or you're ungrateful because you took our jobs you know what i mean like that's a lot of pressure for people um and even still still a great place to live compared to some other countries for people or used to be yeah it used to be it ain't no more folks i mean that was march that was march 2017 a lot has happened guys (laughs) a lot has happened in a short period of time i don't know anymore might need to redo the study that was pre-trump no march 2017 he was here but i'm just saying he done got a lot done and uh that's right it was november my bad i thought it was six months 16 he done did a lot in them six months oh yeah yeah everything he does is 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 to uh strip uh everything from the working like working uh people he's stripping all your rights adding to the blow the u.s also lacks statutory pay leave for mothers and fathers making parental uh making parenting hard to plan for and dependent on the work environment uh yeah that's the other thing we do a lot of like this company has good policies but those policies aren't required Mm-mm. and that's why people get them jobs and they don't leave and that's why they a lot of times they don't pay as much because that's not the particular with women which is terrible most women particularly have children you look at jobs based on how they benefit you if they're flexible women will stay in those jobs and they have good maternity leave women will stay in those jobs they have good insurance women will stay at those jobs regardless of how bad she treated regardless if she doesn't get promotions regardless if they don't know her words at the end of the day she's like shit I, if i go somewhere else i will not have the flexibility to do x y and z anymore and this could ravage my household and also in america we do something that uh in other countries they go it takes a village and they mean that shit like grandma grandpa everybody's there and in, in, in this country you get married, have children in the traditional way, and then it's just y'all. You know, you don't have, but like this, it's a privilege to have family members that actually want to be around and help you raise your kid. It's a privilege to have sisters and brothers that uh, sometimes are even alive to help assist you because everybody assumes that everybody got somebody that want to be bothered with their children. I don't mean that in a mean way, but you know, children are time consuming and most people don't want to be bothered with them unless they have loved them and have a personal connection or relationship with them, you know, or you're going to pay them for it. People ain't going to watch your kids for free. Well, I was also trying to point out that it's, uh sometimes it turns into a class thing Mm -hmm. because if you get a quote-unquote good job like uh i don't know say google they i hear they're a good environment right um sometimes like a google will give you extra paid leave pay maternity leave and paternity leave they'll give you like all this forward-thinking stuff but that kind of turns into a class thing because everybody ain't got a google job you know what i mean so like that and it's not uh mandated by the government it's just seen as like a perk to be able to raise your kids and work this job you know um and i think that's a big part of it you know um at any rate finland won the top spot for best country to manage a parent work life balance um thanks to a highly salaried annual leave shout out to finland yeah estonia followed in second place uh with the best paid maternity leave um providing full pay for up to 85 weeks jesus good god 85 how many weeks is that that's a year and some change right uh-huh. yeah yeah that's what I, that's what i heard i heard that some countries give women like a lot of time off because the thing is people don't value after you've given birth regardless of if you have a natural birth or a c-section 
your body has got to fucking recover you got to recover your body's got to heal you got to if you you have a c-section your scars got to heal it gives the mother time to heal it gives the mother time to bond with the child because that shit matters this shit matters and we're like fuck it pop it out and go back take your ass back to work and a lot of times a lot of women come back and depending on the situation they come back too early they end up having a lot of lot, some women end up losing their jobs because they come back too early trying to rush back to work and they end up having to take more time off because their asses came back quicker than they should have due to the pressure of trying to return before their body uh was healed Austria follows in third place with an average of 51.2 weeks of paid maternity leave. That's almost a year, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, in contrast, the U.S. averages just 2.8 weeks. 2.8 weeks on regular Dog. salary for maternity leave, according to a report by the Independent. Dog. And if you have a C-section, it takes six to eight weeks for your body to heal off of a C-section because they literally cut your ass wide open and stitch you back up together. 2.8 weeks is the average the average dog <laughs> that's the average like and that's there are people that get you, less than that and that's if you get it some dogs like fuck it you don't show up you don't get paid wow that's a lot when people are underemployed too you know like that's a that's a lot of balls to juggle at once um like people, kids, kids don't even have a chance and people wonder why people have particularly the working poor have mental breakdowns but guess what you ain't got insurance you can't afford the time off to go get your needs and so if you have a parent having a mental breakdown a lot of times they can't be an effective parent for the children mm-hmm. uh so let's move on university apologizes for slide suggesting masturbation okay i mean what's wrong with suggesting masturbation i mean honestly i mean masturbation can be a healthy release for people um you know there's a lot of stigmas around it hang-ups that people have but mm-hmm. honestly um you know masturbation is, is a lot about loving yourself in your own body and i don't understand what the problem would be with suggesting masturbation i mean especially the hang-ups we give women around their bodies and their sexuality and stuff like why wouldn't we want women to you know be able to masturbate freely without feeling any type of what like seemed like a good story i guess we shouldn't even read it Mm-mm. a university that during a student orientation session showed a slide that appeared to suggest masturbation as a deterrent to sexual assault has apologized oh okay yep yep i can see how that's a problem yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah jack off for you a rape somebody is probably a pretty it's probably the wrong thing to say how did that get past everybody Some, somebody <laughs> somebody had to prove this shit you talking about a university this went past somebody desk they just fucking signed off on it uh yeah who, whoever approved that need to be fired the rochester institute for tech of technology slit uh slide featured winnie the pooh character rue using the kangaroo character's name as an acronym about masturbation a screenshot of the slide was shared via social media and included closed captioning at the bottom that read self-gratification can prevent sexual assault rule was short for rub one out roo here's who approved this bullshit yeah here's the thing i i understand that these are very heavy topics and maybe doing a presentation to a bunch of college kids you want to 
try to add some level of levity to the situation but yeah that's not just not funny but it's also wrong like it's literally not like factual at all right like rape is sexual assault is a crime about power it's not a crime it's not really even about the sexual satisfaction because mm-hmm. you can get sexual satisfaction a lot of ways yes you can you know like it's not about that like it is a crime of power it's a crime of taking something so um that that just seems like did did you do no research like did y'all spitball these did y'all just come up with these in your hand like oh what about this what about this jack off and you won't rape people did somebody sit in a room and uh, have a brainstorm on this somebody give a thesis what the fuck is happening here yeah uh so um the university official said the screenshot was taken out of context and discussion addressed options available should a potential sexual partner withdraw consent so okay what they're saying first of all that that context does not make that better um come on i know what they think what they're thinking is oh you guys thought we meant rub one out rather than jump out the bushes and rape a stranger in the middle of the of the the park No, no 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 what we meant is in a situation where you're having sex already and a woman says no uh i do not want to have sex anymore hey man just jack off because it's better than raping her that's still problematic yeah i i just feel like you can leave it at no means no stop don't rape like honestly like it's it's not an alternative to thing it's a you know if you do want to go home and jack off later that's of your own volition if you want to go to the bat that's all your own shit that has nothing to do with uh with her at that moment you know Come on, the, that's the point all is all you bro you gotta respect somebody's no is the point and that's really as much as you have to explain it like i said they may have been going for some humor angle but you're, you're talking to a room full of people comedians can't even make rape jokes that everybody likes come on like you're not a professional comedian this this is another example of people not respecting comedy you're not a professional comedian you don't do that for a living you're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to make this shit funny to a whole room full of people somebody gonna take a screenshot and tell on your ass and then you're gonna be out here apologizing in, in the fucking abc news and looking crazy going we don't know what went wrong yeah the overarching goal is to increase awareness and promote discussion about the ways we together can prevent instances of sexual misconduct on our campus sandra johnson senior vice president of student affairs said in a statement shortly after the late august presentation she said the controversy over the slide uh one of 77 shown serves to underscore the complexity involved in addressing the issue university officials declined to discuss the episode thursday referring to associated press uh referring to the comments published in the chronicle of higher education attributed to darcy lane williams director of rit's center for William, women and gender at no point did we say that masturbation is a deterrent to rape we were talking about situations in which someone may want to do something sexually and their partner withdraws consent and what options they have if they find themselves sexually frustrated once they leave yeah none of that was explained what the fuck well no it may have been explained okay. this is a screenshot of of a presentation so i mean we don't have the context of the full discussion my point is i would just leave that out correct if i was if i if my job was to put together this presentation i would leave that out because the the only part of this that we really need to discuss is no means no what is affirmative consent you know what is um you know uh making sure you have consent throughout the entire process that's it you know once 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 consent is withdrawn that's a wrap go home do whatever it's not you know i 
uh, like what else is on the slide go home and play a game of basketball you know what i mean like take a cold yeah. shower like look, honestly we don't even need the jokes or any of the extra shit just no means no take your ass home that was the end you know so i that's the thing i would say i wouldn't um you know it sounds like they were trying to make light of it to a certain extent um and sometimes because why would you use rue and sometimes that's the problem it's like a serious topic and you like these are young adults they're not children you can talk to them like adults and you try to quote unquote make it cool or whatever and it just fell flat on his face and you didn't know how to respond to the backlash the session called alcohol and chill was part of a five-day student orientation program rit said was meant to promote awareness pre- uh, prevention and bystander education and risk reduction and our experience telling students what not to do without talking about specific situations that are difficult to navigate is irresponsible we address the subject from a place uh in context that students could understand johnson said why y'all apologizing then like do y'all even know what y'all apologizing for because this is a Mm-mm. shitty apology Mm-mm. you know it's what i mean this. i guarantee you they they got mad somebody said just apologize but we do want i don't know the statement was followed several days later by an apology okay so it didn't happen at the same time okay for rt president john uh david munson who it, to anyone who was offended by the slide which he said was part of a mandatory educational program on personal responsibility and sexual behavior well now um, let Bessie DeVos get a hold of it yeah they're gonna strike all that shit down mm-hmm. like you won't even have to teach them uh you won't have opportunity to fuck up what you teach them because you won't be teaching them shit come on uh let's see oh john uh what's that dude's name um rush limbaugh mm-hmm. he uh said that hurricane irma was like a liberal hoax and climate change is bullshit blah 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 meanwhile scientists are like the reason we're getting these hurricanes more and more often and, and they're they bigger records yeah they're bigger and they're stronger is because of climate change yeah, that's the, part of the reason the water warm dog <laughs> right uh so obviously uh, a lot of conservatives get paid to be anti-intellectual mm-hmm. get paid to be anti-science um so that's kind of his you know that's his wheelhouse to go on the radio spit a lot of ignorance to um can you know to talk to the the weak-minded bigot type people and to easily persuade them to that everything you know quote-unquote liberals do is bad blah 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 um and somehow science has become liberal guys i don't like i don't know why this has to be a thing but now science is a completely liberal thing it's not um it's just so, so fucking stupid ain't, but ain't but it. they really just like evolution um you know um global uh warming uh you know anything that you know uh the earth being around you know like anything they can is just become like these fucking liberal eggheads telling us what to do um so people were making a thing like oh he said that shit but then he evacuated uh his miami compound and it went somewhere else mm-hmm. and i said you know what it don't matter because he's just gonna explain it on monday and like nothing happened come on so it's like because people was like oh bill Maher got him so-and-so got him like don't even matter he gonna, that shit it literally happen. doesn't matter he will just come on the air and be like it was something else like i had a business trip or you know i didn't uh, and, and that's what he did he said he didn't leave over in a panic 
and that that's what the media wants you to do and subscribe to groupthink and i'm not a group thinker and they trying to bring me down y'all it was a mandatory leave you got your ass up and left but you're not gonna present it like that don't matter correct it literally doesn't matter did y'all think he was gonna tell the truth guys i was lying Woo, i was bullshitting like a motherfucker y'all i'm scared that's a big ass hurricane make too much money no yeah so anyway i just thought that story was cute um <laughs> season three a true detective will star mahershala ali mm-hmm. set for a 2018 premiere i don't know why you mm-hmm, you don't gonna watch it i show sure not uh but i will be watching it but i support black people doing shit even if i don't watch it you know what that is a valid reason that's what i did too I always do that. Anytime black people doing shit, even if I don't know what the fuck it is. Me and Roger was watching uh, Venus and uh, what was that little girl's name? Um, they won the uh, Sloan. Sloan. We was watching um, them play and that was a good ass match. I don't know. Roger had to explain shit to me. I don't know nothing about no tennis but I was watching them play. Why? Because they was black and being fabulous and I'm here for black women being fabulous at whatever the hell they successful in. Yeah, I didn't boycott the in the NFL, but I didn't watch the game because I was watching that shit instead. It's like two black queens going back and forth. It's like watching the tryouts for the Dora Miller J. Like I gotta watch this. Yes, and and it was so it was so uh good. And I, you know, because my thing is, I know Roger pick at me, y'all. I I know it's a lot of black shows that be shining and people be getting their lives, and I'm just happy. Y'all getting y'all life enjoying all the black shit. No, I don't be watching most of the shows, but I support the actors and I support their visions and I support all that shit. I'm not against it. I'm just like, I got other shit to do. Yeah, everybody can't keep up with everything. I'll just mess with you. No, no. Oh, you good, baby. Uh, Digital swirling John Mayer gets flustered after Nicki Minaj gets flirty on Twitter. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Nicki Minaj got John Mayer all discombobulated on Friday night um now it's interesting because you guys know john mayer has a, a little bit of a racial history about sexual attraction to uh to women of color mm-hmm. um, i got all my tea about him on what's the tea like you know yeah they, he's apologized they keep me up on the john mayer news right he's apologized um now it's a little they are a little biased over there what's the tea that big stands of his music so mm-hmm. i feel like you know they're on some like let's just move on yeah i haven't heard his go. whole discography but the i think one or two albums ago which was big was the first album of his i heard and i love that album yeah i you know i'm not really what's up this is lance gross stop don't do that uh i'm not really a big fan uh but that that's nothing to, personally against him mm-hmm. i don't i don't know that nigga's music like that um but you know he of course mentioned some things uh on twitter he said i spend an inordinate amount of time per day wondering if Nicki minaj will like me or not and she replied would my body be your wonderland oh shit and he said <laughs> please hold losing my shit this isn't my reply yet uh dick what happened to the white supremacist penis oh bro? that's right <laughs> he don't got a rainbow coalition dick yeah everybody was like what's going on now with that john man so yeah he got roasted i just chuckled and moved on like he ain't i'm not saving him he ain't he don't want to be saved Mm -mm. uh plus that them jokes do be funny when they talk about that yeah he had the unfortunate effect of not only saying something racist and stupid 
but it was also funny because of alliteration with the david duke dick and white supremacist penis and shit <laughs> like it's never gonna go away Ever. like it don't matter what that dude does for the rest of his life i'm gonna always be like oh david duke dick eh back for back again um <laughs> let's see what else is happening um ti and charlamagne the guy have a huge problem with this radio station's post about beyonce when houston bred megastar beyonce touched down on her home turf to lend a hand for hurricane harvey relief Mm -hmm. the photos and videos from her visits swept through social media before she could even slip her gloves on okay i mean it happens i mean i mean you do have 24 hour bees that follow her around me she's beyonce yeah Yeah. fellow historic uh houstonians local media outlets and major publications alike sang praises to queen bee for her altruism and hands-on approach uh to the relief efforts but it seems that other houston natives making major relief impact went overlooked by one radio station much to atlanta rap vip ti and the breakfast club charlemagne the god's public dismay in an Instagram post from local Houston station 97.9 The Box, the philanthropic B is pictured as she slides plastic gloves on to help serve food and exchanges a smile with a Houston citizen. The flick was reposted from a fan account called uh, at Beyonce Access. Uh, according to the caption, when it popped up on Tip's timeline, however, he voiced opposition to the station's negligence toward another H-Town star who had been on the scene to help Hurricane Harvey victims from day one, Trade the Truth. And Trade the Truth was there too. Uh, Tip promptly reminded in his caption, beneath the post, just like he been there since day one doing whatever he can for those in need. It ain't cool how y'all just trying to just overlook his weak and a half worth of efforts and shine the light on somebody someone else's okay the grand hustle records honcho also threw in a mention of trey's valiant rescue efforts adding that the station failure to properly acknowledge him was foul on their behalf some of trey's most selfless relief efforts included personally hopping on a boat to rescue over 100 houston residents delivering food and other necessities to texas inmates amid the storm's destruction and raising over thirty thousand dollars for immediate relief to victims suffering from the disaster that's good absolutely i just don't know where this competition part came in Mm-mm. and not trying to two it. people did two different things that are good for the people there what like uh, can't they both do it right like what about this meant like that other person's work someone had to be taken down a notch for the other person to get their shine like I, it's just weird it's not like trader truth wasn't getting uh pub for what he was doing but he's also not beyonce i mean big bank take little bank no offense but she's a bigger personality and star more people are interested in what she's up to she's lending her celebrity to this cause and pe- more people are paying attention than they did for trade the truth and that's not a diss on trade the truth he no, saved a lot of people and helped a lot of people right and i, I guess my my thing is this why you gotta attack the woman why you why you act like here she come taking on the shine from a man like he did good work ain't nobody saying he not doing good work mm-hmm. but it's like that post was about beyonce and her work mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and you came to just derail the conversation there's also this extra element to it matter of fact let me get to charlamagne's comment so he said petty as fuck not to include trade the truth in this post he started his comment he's the first person i reached out to when it came to donating money or resources simply because i know he cares about the community of houston and will get the money directly to the people what's going on in houston is bigger than any radio band and to post this and not acknowledge contribution from trade shows that you aren't even posting this for the right reason the comments on the post have since been disabled by the station's account holders but tip and charlamagne's messages were no shade towards b as they were adamant in handing everyone their just due for their efforts no matter the celebrity or star quality and leave it to queen b to make sure uh make sure of it as well shouting out trade donators to her own be good foundation and other helping hands for hurricane harvey relief via instagram she encouraged everyone to keep the recovery efforts going thanks to everyone who donated to be good and contributed to helping so many families in houston she wrote in the caption thank you pastor rudy michelle ingrid and all of st john's church thank you to trade the truth and your crew y'all are so consistently dedicated to our community thank you there's still work to do so please continue to donate and do all that you can to restore our city hashtag houston strong goals um yeah this is the part that's weird to me is um it then becomes when it's especially when it's ti charlemagne it then becomes this are y'all mad that a woman got credit and uh, this dude didn't get all the credit you know what i mean like what like you just can't really trust the source on that shit because you know they've been kind of shady towards women for a long ass time so it's like are y'all and you know and in this situation is it more about who gets the credit or people getting helped you know what i mean so it feels weird and i don't really trust their you know i don't really trust their point of view to be honest uh and it's yeah. one of the things too like you talk about the average person probably don't know who he is and i'm not i'm not, I'm not saying that a slight against him mm-hmm. or anything but people know who beyonce is and this page was dedicated to beyonce the, the little sound like the page that posted was like look this is beyonce well, the, all the, the time the radio station posted a pic posted it too oh and they okay. were mad at the radio station for being like y'all overlooked trade the truth you know y'all just did this because beyonce but oh, okay okay so, i just feel like it's i'm not like i'm not even necessarily saying it couldn't be from a positive place correct but it's ti and charlamagne so i just highly doubt that it was like you know they have that they are very much in that uh that camp of you know um the black king black men first type deal so you know to see them kind of like knocking this black woman getting credit like y'all y'all didn't give so-and-so credit and it's like okay could be coming from a good place might not be that's all i got for mm-hmm. him and and i give uh <clears throat> trade truth kudos because he's doing more than a lot of other people in my things at the end of the day it's about people be getting help right more than ego you know it's weird though because like i try to do this thing where i try to step out of the ego thing like right. maybe if trade would have said it himself i'd be more inclined to be like okay i i can see his point or whatever um because within charity work and activism and shit there's ego still yes it is like you know i think we as a culture as a society try to pretend that it's above that but they're human beings i've seen the clashes i've seen people be mad that so-and-so got credit for being in ferguson but i didn't get the credit so-and-so getting all the money for this movement off the back of of ferguson but you know they don't even live here and they don't do any they didn't have any part in this why did so-and-so come in and do a speech they got paid to do a speech 
uh, about a place they don't live you know and even when people get promoted quote unquote from the local activism sphere there's people that have a problem with local activists they you know whether it's local activists beefing with each other it's like that shit is so messy i literally do try to stay the fuck out because there's a lot of stuff in there where i'm like okay this is more about being petty than necessarily helping people correct um this is more about y'all two don't get along or so-and-so smearing your good name and you're smearing their good name and now it's turned into some whole other shit and as a person that's not on the streets doing that shit myself i don't really have nothing to say about that like i recognize that uh i there's no way for me to know the whole story Mm -mm. you know what people say to each other behind the scenes what folks money look like i isn't it's no way for me to know i just gotta go with uh you know uh how shit looks but i don't know the truth you know so so in a lot of ways i stay out of that shit and i think this is one of those situations where if beyonce helping people and trey helping people i'm more concerned with that well i'm like cool people are being helped where they wouldn't have got the help in different ways right and and i just leave it at that because stepping in to be like this person deserves more credit or all the credit or they didn't get enough credit that's that's some that's some other shit because it's not like people do if you're doing that kind of stuff and the only idea in your head is to get credit i mean then it's it's not really that altruism in the first place if you like you know i mean are you handing out mixtapes as you save people's houses of course not you're doing you just want to help your community so right you know the community that you love just like the community that she loves right so it just feels like a false ultimatum or something like i gotta pick between one of these two and shit and you don't um anyway flavor flay sues chuck d over unpaid public enemy royalties wow i know he's calling out fellow founding public enemy member chuck d over royalty checks that flavor flay says he hasn't received in years damn Mm-mm-mm. uh the rapper whose real name is william drayton uh, how did i not know that <laughs> me either uh his real name is william drake a lot of people i'm be shocked when they be like they tell me their real name i'm like who mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh how you get flavor flavor out of william drayton mm-hmm. probably a nickname you know how niggas is nickname somebody gave me just roll with it uh anyway uh he filed a new lawsuit on wednesday accusing chuck d and two business managers of holding out on several royalty checks and merchandise revenue you ain't getting a portion of them big clocks are they still moving those i guess so corner variety drayden argued that he and his team have been trying to get a full count of all the money the group has received in the last few years but they've been ignored in the suit drayden accuses chuck and the man and the managers of trying to minimize his role in public enemies business over the years and he was as he was mostly known as the hype man of chuck d the artist as a result managers would exploit his fame and persona to market the brand drayden says the team created public enemy action figures and didn't pay him for it so he wants his money that's true i understand i mean i don't blame him go out there and fight the power uh apparently the two had a long-standing agreement to share all the profits from royalties and merchandising uh but drayton says he hasn't seen a penny to make matters worse he says chuck is still getting paid damn chuck in addition drayton says uh he had nothing to do with the most recent public enemy album where his name voice and likeness was used without his permission how'd they do that that's a good question they take like old flavor flavor and throw them on like is he saying just shit from the other album but they just put it on there 
Mm. <laughs> uh, he says he was at, he asked for $75,000 for the album, but only received $7,500. Oh, maybe they, maybe you had to pick comma wrong in the rump. Like, can you look up? Can Just see check. What you signed? Yeah, check to see if maybe you had put the period in the wrong place and saw a big misunderstanding. Uh, he had, he had never heard the album nor heard any of the final mixes to suit states. Damn. That sucks, man. But I guess you just gotta shut him down, you know? And my thing is, who knows what he signed? Like, you know, it might have been some stuff where he, they actually got, we got the right to this and we don't have to pay you for these things. That's the thing I always said, man. Don't believe the hype. Mm-mm. He was always, you know, a person I felt was headed for self destruction. Mm-hmm. But I thought maybe he got game, you know? But I, <laughs> I bet when, when, when he called Chuck D, Chuck D was like, I can't do nothing for you, man. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I talk to these lawyers. Yeah, it's harder than you think. You look at the contract. If you don't read the the the, the fine print, can't trust it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta make them open up that bank account and show them what you got. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> all right let's move on guys i know these jokes are killing you um let's see uh let's get into our segment all right guys um oh wait actually no i have one more one more article i want to talk about do-it-yourself divorce form could lead to more adultery accusation lawyers warn do-it-yourself divorces sounds uh a mm, mm, little dicey mm. there's a new if you hire what is that saying if you hire yourself as a lawyer you got a fool as a client mm-hmm. a new diy divorce form designed to speed up the process could lead to thousands more people being accused of adultery lawyers lawyers warn yeah of course lawyers don't want you to do it right because you you eliminating them the new form which was introduced on monday prominently included a dedicated section for a petitioner to fill in the details of the person your partner committed adultery with anyone anyone named on the form becomes party to the case and receives a letter letting them know why leading to the possibility that many more people could receive documents telling them they've been accused of adultery applicants do not have to name the person they believe tempted their partner to stray but experts are concerned that many more could fill in the section either through misunderstanding or deliberately to get back at their former partner laura gulian gulian uh an associate at law firm hall brown said the idea is to try and make the process more user-friendly because the court is inundated with people representing themselves so people probably already representing themselves because you don't have money to hire a lawyer a lot of times and divorces can be costly sometimes more costly than a marriage than a wedding come on um so yeah with without the benefit of advice we could get more people naming correspondence uh because they don't understand that they don't have to previously the section for their name and address is at the bottom of the form in a select in a service called in a section called service details the term adultery was not used in this section which instead described the person only as co-responded nigel shepherd 
uh chairman of family law group resolution said clients sometimes had to be talked out of naming their partner's new girlfriend or boyfriend sometimes people say i like her i like to name her it's her fault or it's his fault he said the new paperwork is meant to make divorce an easier process for the rising number of people who do not hire a lawyer to manage it for them according to the most recent figures adultery was cited as a reason in 12,148 divorce cases in 2015 uh figures show that one in three petitions for divorce is now filed without legal advice meaning thousands of people will be filling out the forms without guidance previously the form included arcane legal language and references to a to statutes but it is now set out more clearly with guidance for advocates it also right, contained, they simplified it was like y'all need to put this shit in english why right. y'all got this shit out there y'all know people don't understand this and like you said it's one of those things where lawyers like no now i can't make that extra money it also contains more questions which can be answered through tick boxes experts say it's a step towards digital divorce which will eventually see couples able to manage the process entirely through filing online forms and you know what i know a lot of people wish they could do that you know what bitch let me file online let's go back and forth through emails and call this shit i don't want to see you you don't want to see me mm-hmm. um so yeah this is, that's interesting i don't know where this is at oh the uk that people can do this this is kind of this is the future yeah yeah it, it really is it really is next next thing you you know your google chat or facebook you're gonna be like you got a divorce mm-hmm. you're like what uh all right let's get into uh our segments um what do i want to do today mm. you know what i don't feel like doing fucking with black people let's just do some white people news guys let's do it dog let's keep it light let's keep it uh keep it fun let me see if i can find a good cover song for you guys yep i know you missed this when we took that time off <laughs> couldn't wait to get back huh guys i know y'all trying to rush us back Mm-hmm. this is what y'all was missing this, this is what you really wanted uh all right here we go um let me know when it's showing up on the screen you know how it does it takes its time all right I'll take it off mute is it showing up yet yes yeah, a small box like all three of us okay I'll, I'll make it bigger first of all who the fuck recorded this shit so loud what <laughs> jesus christ dog this shit came blazing me can you turn the mic down a little bit bro like i know that wasn't me that did that like Mm-mm. that's a lot dude um oh oh no wonder oh, okay i did turn that up that's not supposed to be that high all right i hope that fixed everything all right i don't know how that happened guys that shit was way too loud all right let's try it again um i'll refresh that was ugly
out of trouble And he goes out and he makes his money The best way in the town Another body laying for in the gutter Don't go chasing waterfalls They stick to the rivers And the next day you're used to I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing Doesn't recognize his own face. His health is fading, and he doesn't know why. He let us look into his eyes. Y'all don't hear me. Fire. <laughs> Y'all know about that. Uh, I see a lot of booze in the chat, but she killed the rap. She was better than y'all thought. Be honest. Be honest. True. All right, before we can even get to white people news, we got a whole bunch of that shots, man, because we got to take that week off. Um, mm. I'll try to go through it quickly. Uh, YouTube stars who met with the with feds to grow Trump themed business were paid by Trump campaign. Uh, and by YouTube stars that I use very, very loosely, it's Diamond and Silk. Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson, they look like a damn Lynette and Rochelle. 
sorry to all my lynettes and rochelles out there i know they look like they they do look like some lynettes and rochelles like you knew they weren't gonna have you know uh bethany names that's what makes it so sad that's what everybody kept saying i was like y'all got to be paid because they was like this is ridiculous yeah it's like they just doing characters and america let them do it mm-hmm. you know i mean only white people fell for this shit i've never seen a black person even black trump supporters don't they too anti-black to fuck with these black ass niggas come on <laughs> like even black trump supporters like nope 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 not those two blacks um the commerce department revealed diamond and silks visit in a photo posted on the department's official twitter account which said the duo had met with the minority business development agency to discuss how to grow their business and build their brand who the heck who the hell is going over there i swear trump puts every black person he knows in in minority urban uh yeah inner we, city something that's where we all at we in those areas mm-hmm we are not in the rural areas didn't nobody tell y'all folks out here in the rural areas y'all ain't supposed to be there the tweet was deleted hours later mm, you don't say a commerce spokesperson told gizmodo the tweet was deleted out of an abundance of caution as the department was not clear it had received permission to post a photo diamond and silk were here to talk about minority business development the spokesperson said they reached out to the acting national director of mbda whom they had met previously to discuss how best to help the minority business community uh, yeah what the fuck was that qualified to do i already know exactly how that uh that was qualified to shuck and jive mm-hmm. the shuck and jive department we got a work in the field that's part of the that's <laughs> senator i'm a house nigga i feel like that's how that conversation went um yeah they absolutely went up in there and uh then and did they think Karen? Mm-hmm. had to talk to trump about minority business development how to develop they brand that they already dedicated to trump that already gets clicks on youtube okay. representing all us blacks wonder, at home wonder how them clicks was going on when there's folks going over there calling you niggas uh <laughs> yeah probably come on or even worse you know yeah they don't mind you shucking and jiving him to the white house but after he gets elected he don't turn around and be like oh no 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 yeah i'm sure of it after uh anyway yeah i'm sure they was racist as fuck uh they, but it's that thing where it's like how are they gonna be in, that's the thing that trump does with all this shit though he puts people in charge of stuff that are the direct opposite of what that department's for so it would make it would make sense to me that he probably did consider that advice quote unquote on some minority outreach type shit because they the type of people that hate black people he's like see they I, you can't blame me i just did what these two black people said to do Feds demand web firm hand over uh, email and computer IP addresses uh, for everyone who visited site behind the protest at Trump's inauguration. Yeah, they want DreamHost to hand over all their information uh, of the people that went to this website that was essentially uh, like, we're going to have an anti-Trump you know rally or whatever Which they have the right to do all right we're gonna protest and they were like we want all these people's information no. now the thing is the feds are always watching that shit right in the digital age now whether it's your cell phones whether it's the 
cameras on the street they know who these people who are at these protests they got your faces and all that shit that's why the antifa people always like cover their face and shit but they already tracking this shit but that's just a blatant overreach of government you know miss the smaller government right to privacy right to free speech crew is also the give us your personal uh the everybody's email address and name and phone and 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 physical address because we don't like that they don't like our president uh let's see uh transgender military personnel sue trump over service ban we'll see what happens with that i think the right for the president to declare some shit like that is probably not gonna fall apart in court to be honest because a lot of these laws are written thinking that no one would ever have the audacity to do some stupid shit like that uh trump is declaring a national emergency over the opioid epidemic anybody wonder why anybody got a guess as to who the people being affected by the opioid epidemic are and why we would need a national state of emergency for their lives any guesses Can't figure it out, Karen. That's correct. If you said white people problems, you are correct. Uh, abrupt, abrupt Trump cuts to teen pregnancy program surprise group. Nothing should be a surprise anymore. Uh, how far right is setting up their own startups and crowdfunding sites after being squeezed out of Silicon Valley? Yeah, that, that also makes sense. There's no one ever gets canceled. So these companies basically go, hey, Uber doesn't want your racist ass on our motherfucking uh, phone app or in our, yeah. in our program. Uh, what you uh, call the, the house people renting people? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot their name. Uh, the travel people, the people got mad about it. It was like, we don't want you on our site renting out your homes and shit like that. We're going to mm-hmm. pay Because y'all, people think they can be racist even though they're supposed to be a business. Right, right. <laughs> like you do realize just because your personal home you don't airbnb. get to be racist that's what it is i can't remember the yeah name. airbnb um yeah so they're now starting their own alt-right versions of like airbnb and shit yeah y'all just be racist together mm-hmm. ain't nobody stop you air k and k and k uh trump ah! uh trump was talking shit about north korea what else is happening right. uh trump presidency is destroying marriages across america because i guess women are realizing that uh they gotta live with these trump voters or some shit i don't know i don't know what's happening with that and what's your definition of destroying like people getting divorced is what they're saying because uh, they arguing over trump all day uh we must be tough and decisive trump said oh that's just more shit talking about north korea uh i just want to make it to black panther don't kill us voting in right Steve Bannon got kicked out the White House, but he's still allowed to run Breitbart.com. He didn't kick out, he left. Uh, black Republican Fox and Friends pundit got overcome with emotion and says he can't defend Trump anymore. Gianno Caldwell was said he was skeptical of Trump's original run for president, but he came to be one of Trump's most outspoken supporters during the interview Wednesday morning on Fox News. <laughs> about president trump's outrageous press conference his outlook changed dramatically and it was after the charlottesville press conference mm-hmm. yeah and he said uh good uh you know he said good people on both sides and all that shit um uh he said i i came today with a very heart, heavy heart he stated 
last night i couldn't sleep at all because president trump our president has literally betrayed the conscience of the country mm. he started to tear up as he continued to speak mm. so you realize you were black and he talking about your black ass now i'm concerned <laughs> them other niggas i ain't kidding about him talking about them i feel like these niggas must be playing like a character and it's just he keeps pushing it every week because i mean you need a check but this is literally one of the most indefensible presidencies of all time like you there's nothing you can say because you don't know what he'll do next and when he does it there's never there's not good reasons for it he just does whatever he feels like doing and the underlying reason to a lot of this shit is i just want to be the opposite of obama yep you know obama would have said oh go ahead i'm sorry and that's why he got voted in office a lot of people fail to realize he it wasn't no economic anxiety and all this other bullshit they put him there to take away to take down everything that nigga put up yeah it's like obama would have said that white nationalism is wrong so trump's gonna say the opposite you can pretty much take that shit to the bank every night come on Anyway. I mean, sorry, Gianna, do you agree with that? Do you think, I mean, they're good, they're good people on both sides of this debate. We talk about keeping these statues up. People that I've talked to say, this is about history. How do we... Now, see, I already see the damn problem. Y'all might not can't see it because you can't blow it up. Uh, but I blew up the picture on my screen so it's full size. He got a little bit of a goatee coming in. So, that that explains everything forward how do we learn from those mistakes if we just tear everything down you know i i come today with a very heavy heart last night i couldn't sleep at all because president trump our president has literally betrayed the conscience of our country the very moral fabric in which we've made progress when it comes to race relations in america he's failed us and it's very unfortunate that our president would say things like he did in that press conference yesterday when he says, well, there's, you know, good people on the side of, of the Nazis. They weren't all Nazis. They weren't all white supremacists. Well, Mr. President, people, good people don't pile around with Nazis and white supremacists. Maybe they don't consider themselves white supremacists and Nazis, but certainly they hold those views. This has become very troubling. And for anyone to come on any network and defend what President Trump did and said at that press conference yesterday is completely lost and the potential to be morally bankrupt. No. I am sorry. So, no, I, I believe that. And I'm being very honest. As someone who, who's been talking about these issues for a very long time, I'm sorry that this is where we are right now. And I hope the president learns a lesson from his press conference on yesterday. It's disturbing. Gianna, these are very... Damn, even the black woman on there start crying, too. Now, I don't know if she's like, um, you know, sometimes they bring on liberal people. But, I mean, it. I'm not gonna lie, it hurts to see a black man cry, you know? It hurts to see yeah. a person be that sad and hurt and ashamed and all that shit, man. But how did you not know this shit? And, and I guess that, that, that that's the thing that, that kills me. It's like, niggas been saying this the whole time but a lot of people only go out for self right so that's why i said he didn't care until shit got real for him personally then the compassion comes out then the understanding comes out then the want you know to think outside the box comes out when it's you but when like i said it's them other niggas over there and you're the special snowflake and everybody praises you for bashing 
brown people and all that shit it was cool because this dude been talking for a long time he has talked shit about niggas for a long time and it's one of those things where you hate for somebody to get to this point but not trying to be funny it gets to the point where i don't mean to be callous but do i even believe you dog if 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 next week Mm-hmm. You you jump call you and tell you you know come on over here and join my cabinet. Would you drop everything and join the cabinet? Is it sincere? Well, my other thing is like, is he even? It's one of those like, what are you even doing over there? Because I haven't heard his other stuff, so who knows what else he's been going on TV saying? I don't watch that kind of shit. Uh, but if he's been defending Trump all this time, then he's defending him through some already unreasonable, racist, ridiculous shit. Uh, he just couldn't do it anymore for some reason. Um, you know just do i mean thing. amorosa even said she had problems with her family and shit because yeah niggas are not about to let you just be cooning out here and then not say nothing to you about it like if, if, if my cousin or somebody was on tv fucking cooning for trump i'd be like no niggas like at the next family event whatever if I, i'm gonna text you and be like dude what the fuck are you doing right i'm gonna tell you don't come right don't so don't bring your ass out here grandma want to enjoy the picnic don't kill her but bring your black ass out here causing confusion and having <laughs> us fuss at you the whole motherfucking time no don't come because <laughs> you show up and everybody's gonna fall out everybody's gonna get fucking angry they're gonna stare at you at the potato salad they might spill some sweet tea on your ass no don't come yeah I, i'll just say that i would i would just be like i, I would just figure that somebody like that you you know somebody like that gotta have all kinds because you're still black outside of that five minutes you're on tv you know defending this this bigot you know you still black like you have to get off of the air and be like i'm gonna go to the basketball court or i'm gonna go to get something to eat or i'm gonna do whatever and then people be like man you like so you already been defending them and now he just keeps going because and partially because I bet you he felt a bill guilty because it's your defenses of him that have given him cover to be like the blacks love me, the blacks like me and shit, and here you go. Right, right. And it's also one of them things too where niggas is like, dog, unless you gonna bring the secret service with you, don't come to the Phantom Union. <laughs> like the no. Uh but not to be outdone, some pro Trump pastors held a press conference on racism. Some black pro Trump clap pastors mm-hmm. what you tell the- how do are black people in their church like what happens with that i just want to know there is if that nigga is my pastor and he come to church one sunday and he's like brothers and sisters i gotta tell you i had a revelation last night that we need to support president trump okay mm-hmm. he said there were many sides and i agree with him there are many sides to white supremacists some of them good some of them bad depending which line my pockets today like i don't understand how everyone doesn't all stand up in unison look at each other and be like so we bouncing uh, right, right. or sunny side have a I uh mean, service at 11 can I we make mean, it yeah i mean come on I don't, I, don't, I don't got time for this i mean do we need to branch off and start our own denomination i'm not trying to hear this i just want to know can we make it the greater life by one i just i, I mean because I mean, we don't there's no need obviously for us to be here i mean where i'm in church and this nigga is telling me that i need to be a be cool with the you know the guy that hates black people i mean ame about to crack off y'all ready to go right but a group of faith leaders who spoke out against racism monday morning at a press conference at the national press club in washington dc seemed to agree with him 
for bishop harry jackson co-founder of the reconciled church the main organizing body behind the event and his colleagues ascribing blame to any side of america's conflict is to neglect the saving power of jesus christ to heal all the divides uh despite the centrist rhetoric surrounding the press conference build as an opportunity to discuss the church's role in healing our nation of its original sin racism the event was politically charged it was held as a response to the 1000 ministers march for justice a rally of religious leaders led by al sharpton his event was to commemorate the 54th anniversary of reverend dr martin luther king's march on uh washington which also condemned uh, while also condemning president trump's response to the violence in charlottesville (laughs) you know al sharpton march had way more black people at it way more <laughs> just come on if these are the two marches that were scheduled then it was uh you can have the pancake breakfast with the coons or you can fucking go march with al like niggas will march with al yeah, i don't like, care how they feel about like, niggas we can go to shoney's and friendlies after the walk like yeah, right we good we good nearly all of the press conference participants served on one of trump's advisory councils mm. tit for tat say. tit for tat mm. interesting while allegedly one uh and the theology it, uh, it espoused while allegedly one of love and non-violence in practice was also one of non-resistance one that ascribed no responsibility to president trump for his role in stoking racialized violence jackson the presiding bishop of the international communion of Ev- Ev- evangelical churches was joined by a number of similarly prominent evangelical protestant faith leaders many of whom are people of color these include reverend dr alveda king oh oh that's that that's that king you'd be like everybody be like who is she oh she related to him the coon king is what i call her come on she the main she one. the one that i don't even remember her name i'm probably gonna forget it as soon as you finish saying it but she, she is niece they probably never even met oh, come on uh and the director of african-american outreach for priests for life and gospel of life ministries mark gonzalez uh founder of the Uni- united states hispanic prayer network at United States Hispanic Action Network and Reverend Charles Huang, advisor for the National Diversity Coalition for Trump. The press conference marked a curious conservative strategy, one that seemed designed to hold on to Trump's evangelical base by treating racism as essentially symptomatic of a lack of sufficient Christian faith. Its panelists worked to forestall criticism of Donald Trump's handling of race issues by treating racism as an exclusively spiritual rather than structural dilemma, dilemma, one that could be cured not through dialogue or through societal change, but through prayer and reflection. Uh, see, this is the danger mm-hmm. of religion right here because mm-hmm. this is the danger of religion right here. Um, I'm sorry. Some people are just going to have to be mad, but them prayers and shit, I don't got time for them i have time to wait right laws of god my thing- we have to make moves with what we can make moves with and hopefully right. people that are of faith have a, a a similar mindset of yeah you move the chess pieces you can move and then you pray on the rest of that shit come on because because it can't just be this every time you don't want to do something well i'm gonna pray for it nigga fuck that shit i can't die waiting on your prayers to be answered dog you know what i mean it's like saying I'm gonna pray away the hurricane and meanwhile not preparing for the fact that a hurricane's coming. You know what I mean? Like, well, we can do both. We can board up the windows and also pray right. about it. We can't do both. We, right. We, we can I, I can't be praying and also mad and angry as hell and telling them to change these goddamn laws. I can't do both. Yeah. This shit where you just be like, we gonna pray on it. No, nigga, not good enough. We gonna pray on this racism. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We gonna dismantle this shit. 
we're gonna fight this shit you know what i mean we're not just gonna sit around and and some things only change by force right um yeah fuck that shit that's trash anyway that's what they did i don't remember what else i uh that's so much of this jesus christ a jewish trump supporter admitted to spray painting swastikas on his own house and a hate crime hoax Mm. boy he got a type don't he I had president of y'all, so he surely does have a goddamn type. Yeah, cause he ain't my president. He got a, he got a certain type of just crazy ass person that just can't wait to say Black Lives Matter sprayed Black's rule on my pickup truck in an open and shut case that the police took three minutes to solve. Niggas don't talk like that. And that's funny. They don't, they, they so out of touch. They don't even know how we talk to each other, making shit up. All right. Let's talk about the lighter white news amazon whole foods price cuts brought 25 percent jump in shoppers you don't say people ain't gonna like god damn why is this salmon 12.99 a pound mm-hmm. it's somehow, good but but woo. somehow lowering prices got more people to go to whole foods yeah we now it is what half check i guess right right now it's a quarter of a check you mm-hmm. know like i say well, i've never been to whole food because i and the type of person when niggas like it's high i'm like i'm cool y'all say it's high i believe you now nah, i've been a couple times i'm like i want to go like just look around i'm like i gotta buy nothing that shit was expensive though i mean the rumors are true um and yeah. they have like they'll find it's another a, bougie place to shop at but go ahead yeah they have like microwave pizza but it'll be like <laughs> and they've not wasted any time oh, shit. at, at all talk to me about this it'll be like uh yeah we have um we have a uh, microwave pizza but the microwave pizza is like goat cheese with uh with a uh, black bean topping with a lemon reduction sauce on the side and it's like that's why that pizza costs 17.55 and it's still yeah, is it made with truffle oil? probably is I, it's just i'm just saying it's like it's the stuff in there is for the most part it's not like you can't get it other places yeah and i hear it's really high quality shit so it ain't like they giving you anything i don't know but amazon figured a way out probably just taking a loss on everything yeah because it's like we can it was like uh yeah we want as many people in here as possible yeah i wonder how much of the people just walked in just to see the prices a lot of people did you know I like they didn't that twitter yeah like they didn't go in just to like to really spend a lot of money but it's like i wouldn't normally go here but let me see if i can if i can afford to eat here now you know um but yeah they lowered the prices and 25 percent boost in public uh and people coming through traffic traffic from the customers that's good wonderful i wonder all jokes aside i wonder they're gonna change these whole foods into some of them stores remember them amazon stores they keep talking about i don't know maybe i don't know what the long-term plan is amazon you never know it down right be getting 24 hour you know local delivery from whole foods soon uh, come on wine and cheese we should might not have to go to the grocery store may make a checklist and it'll be here in an hour a drone just gonna show up with some artisanal cheese and drop that shit off mm-hmm, it'll gonna ring your doorbell and shit bing, bing. uh i just feel bad for all the bougie negroes that's got to deal with regular people coming in now that you that's what i said they're gonna they're gonna find a lot of they're gonna find another bougie area they're gonna go to that other where we used to live they don't go to that little place mm-hmm. back there in the cut nobody knows that market but me and you can oh my bad it's a local market it's not a chain <laughs> <laughs> that shit is good and expensive as fuck all right let me go to the next session guys we're up at the break give me one second here and uh don't touch that dial 
we'll be right back um all right but yeah i can't i can't wait they're gonna be like you got your amazon prime card (laughs) 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 you can do me this one solid what would you rather i go out and rob some elderly person steal either way i'm gonna get high I really hate having to resort to knocking elderly people in the head for their money. But I'll do it. I'll do it. You know I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You know I'll do it. I like getting high. Uh, I'm a crackhead. I like to get high. I'm a crackhead. My brother. Yeah. Yo, Bill. Not doing this anymore. That's what it's going to be like shopping at Whole Foods once uh, they start letting regular people in. <laughs> Sex at my age, I prefer yoga. Terrence Stamp, 79, says he's bid farewell to his very active sex life. Mm. Latest too bad you missed out you missed the opportunity you had 79 full years if you wanted some of that 79 year old sagging ball sex it's too late ladies can't get the good stuff you had your chance you blew it you said i'm gonna wait till tear step turns 80 and i'm gonna chop his yoga doing cakes to smithereens <laughs> His old man flexible he said no i'm no you're not ladies too late or whoever he's having sex with i don't know uh but at the age of 79 Terrence step is prepared to bid goodbye to his once very busy sex life in an exclusive interview with today's event magazine the uh star of superman and wall street says the fact is i'm past my best i've still got wonderful relationships with women but i'm not going to get uh shagged four times a week my feeling about sex is that i've finally been tossed from the saddle of a horse and that i've been clinging on to for the past 60 years so it's kind of a relief really the the actor was speaking ahead of the publication later this month uh uh, the ocean fell into a drop that's his memoir Mm. uh in which he writes how supermodel gene shrimpton captured his heart in the 1960s he laments she left me because she saw i was a lunatic i wasn't ready for a twin (laughs) i wasn't ready for a twin soul relationship more recently stamp was married to elizabeth o'rourke whom he met in an australian pharmacy the couple wed when she was 29 and he was 64 mm. but they divorced after six years she got old uh he's like damn bitch you 36 35 I, I can't be i can't be seen i ain't with no 35 year old woman uh of his friendship with a young prince diana he says we got on amazingly well i saw the sadness in her because she gone into marriage believing she was a believer in marriage and it didn't turn out the way she expected it to uh you want to know one of the things i find interesting is nobody's telling this dude to move on to shut the fuck up Mm-mm. it's interesting hillary clinton got a book coming out this nigga got a book coming out his book is about fucking young women and people are like she need to shut up uh <laughs> no wonder women fall for terrence stamp he's a handsome devil with impeccable manners and a gleam in his cornflower blue eyes even at age 79 but the legendary actor who romanced brigitte bardot juliet christie and the uh supermodel gene shrimpton and recently had a wife less than half his age has to admit he is slowing down as a lover 
the fact that i'm past my best i've still got wonderful relationships with women but i'm not looking to get shagged four times a week he said you already said that um now you know how all, they they had a thousand words so they just repeating themselves yeah uh he said let's see how about once a month the laughing response is long and hearty i'll take that as a no my feeling about sex is that i've finally been tossed out the saddle we said this already right, jesus christ right I, they try to uh, quote him. go get his book guys i guess i don't know he's talked about fucking them three different women uh how you fuck you you write a memoir and just be like man i was fucking three different women let me tell you about it yeah because men can do that are they even alive can you just do that can i just put somebody else's business in the street let me tell you something she liked a finger in the booty okay uh it was during the 70s fingers you, were in you better get that approved especially you start using names yeah i mean i just don't know the rules um what's their business and what's yours come on ridiculous kim kardashian slammed sharon osborne for calling her a hoe for posting new pictures and claiming they are helpful for women's rights she was slammed by sharon osborne earlier this month for calling herself a feminist whilst posting naked pictures online and kim kardashian 36 hit back at the talk co-host on friday at harper's bazaar event celebrating icons by kareen reutfeld uh at the plaza hotel she told e news that sharon scathing remarks were ridiculous and stupid speaking to the daily telegraph newspaper on september 2nd sharon 64 said if kim wants to show off her body fine but that's not feminism that's being a hoe and there's nothing wrong with being a hoe but always remember what you are kim says she's doing everything in the name of feminism but that's not feminism all right i will say this uh there's definitely a generational divide amongst that shit though Mm -hmm. like older women they didn't come into the game on this shit like you know i mean not saying that with rules and (laughs) well not saying none of them did but just in general they had a different fight you know it's more like i want respect at the office i want respect at the voting booth i want respect um, not sexuality like in my personal life i don't want to just be viewed as a sexual object i don't want to be viewed as a kept woman i don't want to be told that my opinion doesn't matter they had a completely different type of struggle sometimes than uh some of the younger women and their struggle you know in that generation might be a little bit more about well even though i am all the things that people define as femininity and what they should be well guess what i still want my respect so if i'm just out here showing my titties off that doesn't mean you don't get to respect my opinion it doesn't mean you don't get to respect me as a person Come on. um it doesn't mean you get to demean me and shit like that so maybe that's what a disconnect is because i mean sharon osborne's 64 kim kardashian's like 30 something you know so it could be that simple you know the other thing though with all this stupid shit though i mean this is why Kim Kardashian is relevant and why she stays around. Right. Because people really can't resist violating their own, like, feminist credentials and feminist dogma a lot of times to take a shot at her. And then she gets the easiest job in the world, which is being like, her and Amber Rose. I'm, I'm the victim here. You called me a hoe. That's wrong. What's wrong with a woman that wants to take a sexy picture on Instagram? And, and Kim Kardashian, for the record, gets like the easiest path with this shit because in most of her quote-unquote news she not showing shit Mm -hmm. she put two big ass like censorship bars on a picture puts it on instagram and people really be reporting it like kim kardashian poses nude in a daring shot and i'm like nobody saw anything y'all do know there's porn on the internet y'all do know y'all can see a naked if you really want to 
yeah like this is nothing she has clothes that are more revealing than these fucking nude shots come on it's like it's I, like she has see-through clothes and i'm like why didn't everybody get offended about that but they're offended over the it, it's just the very insinuation that she would take a picture and put it out and it, it not have clothes on in the picture and get called nude that these motherfuckers lose they shit over and it always makes her job so easy she'll always be a rel- she'll always be relevant mm-hmm. amber rose will always be relevant all these yep. women that do this will always be relevant because of our sick fascination with loving how women look but wanting to control women come on we can't do both you know what i mean mm-hmm. You just gotta take take it for what it is, man. I don't, and also, I don't even understand what's wrong with a woman that wants to be objectified. That's what she wants. It's the fuck she wants. That's that's people's choice. A lot of people, a lot of people, even women, have a problem with somebody that says, "I like to be looked at. I like to be ogled. I like for pe- for men to desire me. I want this attention." A lot of women don't, and because they don't, they try to push their their feelings of not wanting it on to other women like i don't want it you shouldn't want it either and almost like you're the part of the problem no 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 the part of the problem is that we should have the choice that's the problem that's the part of feminism that kills me everybody want these rights but they want to control other people's rights that's not true feminism yeah okay and i'm not even gonna google it but i guarantee you if i look up some pictures of sharon osborne there's at least a couple of her trying to be sexy for something because it's just the nature of what y'all do as celebrities and 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 being in that life and whatnot like at 64 you're probably not doing that kind of shit anymore that now it's kim kardashian's time and matter of fact i'm gonna google it um but you know i guarantee um you know that they they gonna have something like everybody got it you know what i mean it's just it is what it is like it's her turn on top now to to do that shit and now it's everybody taking shot at each other for so so okay so i guess she took a ironic nude selfie herself uh looking at this picture right here from loudwire let me see what this says osborne sharing you why are you sending me nudes yeah she had didn't she have like a reality show mm-hmm. yeah her whole family did yeah i I mean it's just i I don't know maybe they're in on it together and they're promoting each other or something but to me it's just so simple like the white on white violence just needs to stop (laughs) yeah so i guess this is a official sharon osborne instagram so she put out one of these fake nudes just like kim kardashian and then she just wants to be like you're not a feminist and sometimes i think it comes from from a jealousy place because you know for some people as they get older they can't do the things they used to do so instead of them accepting that they're getting older and allowing young people to be young people they want to lash at 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 them like they're the problem when it's like no you just kind of quote unquote depends on how you feel past your time also i think some people just want to show their titties too and they got to go through all these steps before pulling their titties out real talk like I, we've seen comedians do this no i'm not putting my titties out i'm mocking kim kardashian by taking the same exact type of picture she took it's like the people that go oh beyonce i hate beyonce why she thinks she's so important taking these pictures look at my picture mocking her and i'm like but your picture is the same fucking picture if you wanted to take a fucking pregnancy picture in the pose that beyonce did just do it yeah just do it like just we're it's okay you don't have to tell us how much you hate her we get it you saw her she's iconic you want to do the same thing and you're not gonna get as much attention because you're not her and that's it 
like so like it's so hard to separate sometimes a jealousy from when people try to have a point come on because like a lot of times i start looking at what people are saying i'm like when you break down the logic it's not there but you could just honestly be a little bit jealous of the fact that y'all gotta come into work and talk about her taking a picture and maybe now you want to do it because uh she's not alone she's not the only person sharon osborne is not the only person that's done this thing where she talks shit about kim kardashian and then takes a picture just like kim kardashian but you would call yourself a feminist so why is your picture okay and hers isn't it's it's so weird all right uh more white people news guys okay all kinds of stuff is happening here and this is some really important white people news that's right live monday evening white people news this is uh pretty serious guys hope all the white people listening out there this is a advisory to be sitting down we've been waiting on this news for 12 years <laughs> brad pitt apologizes to jennifer aniston for leaving her for angelina jolie 12 years ago what wow right i think we are all shocked right now white people everywhere shit got real uh i really hope y'all were prepared to hear that that it can be shocking to hear the first time that's what i imagine right that that's that's what, what I is happening here what's going on with uh that's the only thing i think of. that must have been what it was guys it must have just been oh my god good for him uh the actor has been reflecting on his past since the acrimonious split from the actress which was reportedly sparked by his alcohol abuse and drunken argument with his son maddox on a flight to la the 53 year old has been through a stint in rehab which has led to him reflecting on his life and now it seems he's made him rethink his split with jennifer anderson in 2005 she has moved on and is living her best life on daniel's couch okay come on brad famously left jennifer for angelina after the pair met on the set of mr and mrs smith in 2004 yeah which he lied about both of them lied about no that's not what happened like nigga we sell the movie y'all was fucking the couple had been married for five years at the time together for seven when brad walked out but now the actor has addressed his past and attempted to make amends for his mistakes a source told in touch weekly he's been determined to apologize for everything he put her through and that's exactly what he did it was the most intimate conversation brad and jen have ever had the talk was reportedly given has given the pair a new level of closeness now i will say this if you uh jennifer anderson's current husband uh my man from uh the leftovers you gotta be real secure right now bro you know you took some shots at brad i saw it on your instagram i remember okay the beef is real mm-hmm. and now they're getting close again and this brad oh, nigga i i wouldn't want to be in your shoes that's a lot that's like if idris was that's like if idris decided to get back with his ex-wife and shit like that nigga come that, on whoever she's dating that nigga be like come on man what the fuck move on what jesus don't apologize for shit right is is idris texting you huh you laughing at his jokes he must be real funny this my sister Mm-hmm. 
jen was overcome with emotion all the hurt feelings and resentment she suppressed for years came flooding to the surface she broke down in tears the source continued he apologized to jen for being an absentee husband for being stoned and bored most of the time he also made amends for leaving her for angelina the split has gone down as one of the most famous in pop culture history with jen being forced to live out her divorce in public and in an interview with the u.s new u.s issue of esquire magazine in 2013 uh brad said he fell in love with angelina because she made him feel alive for a long time i thought i did too much damage drug damage i was a bit of a drifter a guy who felt he grew up something of a vacuum and wanted to see things wanted to be inspired i followed that other thing i spent years fucking off but i got burnt out and felt that i was wasting my opportunity it was a conscious change this was about a decade ago as an epiphany jennifer went on to marry justin thoreau in august 2015 oh that marriage still fresh brad can get that <laughs> y'all see him getting in the bus papers y'all gonna know why yeah oh man i hate to be oh shit what is this i didn't tell you to do that i'd hate to be <laughs> I'd hate to be Justin Thoreau, uh, caught up in this situation. Is that just the music he heard when Brad showed up? <laughs> no, that ain't the music he heard. I know what music he heard when Brad showed up. We all know what that was. Yes! You said you need somebody to be there for you. To love you all. Exactly what he heard. It's kind of funny, but That's Jennifer Raintown. I don't think you have to look no further. Yeah! Just like, hey, hey, but, hey, but, hey, who, who, who that calling? Who's that? I know. You've never uh, heard that song before. Who, 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 who is right. this? Who's this? I haven't heard that. I've never heard that ringtone before. Oh, no, it's, it's okay. I just need to go out on a lunch date. Uh, I need to meet a friend, an old friend, talk about some things. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, naked Cara Delevingne enjoys a very racy romp with her hunky co-star in a sizzling sex scene with the new movie from new movie tulip fever oh that's that indie that gotta be somebody's indie showing in three theaters across the country i guarantee chris lambert seen it oh uh, yeah we seen it here's the thing Kara delavine is the same woman we read about every week in white people news she was in uh I keep forgetting her valerian name. <laughs> she was the lead woman in valerian and she has no charisma on screen her non-acting ass and it feels like white hollywood is just trying to force her down our throats she's terrible i don't understand how hotel say the gay agenda is getting forced down our throats but they don't say anything about cara delavine she's way further down our throats than the gay people's penises but that's all y'all care about what does that mean anyway the supermodel initially shot tulip fever back in 2014 but it's only just hitting cinema screens now after a series of delays although judging from these raunchy preview images it was worth the wait yeah guys uh no no offense uh there's pornography on the internet i Lots of it i don't know if i'm the first person to tell everybody this but oh, yeah. it's a top secret if you want to see a naked skinny charismaless white woman having sex mm-hmm. you can see way more than that just on the internet it's right there like there's just it'll fill your whole phone up with just stuff okay oceans guys and oceans of it baby no need to spend the 15 dollars waiting mm-hmm. the public theater mm-hmm. wait two hours of your life for the 15 seconds of titties you're gonna see that, that literally you don't have to do any of that no uh, with her head thrust back and throws of passion and glistening all over her body with sweat the stunning star can be seen getting hot and heavy during steamy scenes with her handsome male co-star damn they didn't even say this nigga's name because he don't matter it's a movie y'all definitely know his name 
this isn't like when you see ah! this isn't like when you see these people out walking and eating lunch and you don't know the person they eat lunch with so you're like cara Delavine was seen with a mystery stranger person number three right this nigga is in the credits you can just be like oh ah! that's josh jones in the movie. right unable to keep their hands off each other this isn't even real this is just a sex scene y'all literally took a sex scene and were like oh my god she had sex in a scene it's not even real uh matthew morrison is the star's name there you go it was later in the Ah! article anyway he got to touch her boo probably um good luck seeing this film i'm sure it's great yeah i won't be welcome to the oscars you know this shit we gonna definitely get this screener sent to our house that's right up our alley listen listen we're gonna have 45 copies of it right you know we're gonna have they're gonna, give, they're gonna send us a soundtrack for best actress she plays a prostitute too you know when the white women play a prostitute they trying to get an award come on breaking down they own drugs and some shit yes mm-hmm. tulip fever what's they even have to she do she was it? a nobody and now she's a somebody come see her just be white what no thank you ma'am no thank you feel like tulip fever gonna have something to do with some type of bullshit like from a poem or something it was the summer of 1875 come on <laughs> i did like jennifer lawrence being moved by the mop that i ain't never seen <laughs> speaking of jennifer lawrence blame trump outrages jennifer lawrence claims hurricane harvey and irma are mother nature's revenge on president for his attitude towards global warming oh, i got to agree with you uh i do not agree and shout out to the innocent people in the pathway that lost all they shit uh <laughs> she's like it's his fault like i'm just saying like what the fuck jennifer lawrence i know it's dumb don't you have a somebody's <laughs> culture to rub your ass on what are you doing but, but i want to blame him for everything it's his fault yeah okay y'all need to get out of that game that shit and the people that be praying talking about god kept the hurricane out of my path i'm like uh and then fuck the rest of the people did they not go to church enough <laughs> like just leave god out of this this is terrible all of this is bad i know go over there and be somebody's mama screaming in the house somewhere god don't even god's notifications are turned off y'all i'm just saying if he Ah! if he exists that nigga has muted this conversation so long ago (laughs) like he has muted the fuck out of all of these mentions mentions, he don't live in his mentions i'm just letting y'all know too much is going wrong for me to think that this nigga is actually being like oh okay what is going on here he turned them all off he he is not here jennifer lawrence up here talking about uh the hurricane trying to get trump because i I don't like this shit i don't like any of the blaming natural disasters on people shit i don't like it i mean it's enough to say it's enough to say it's a global warming i'm cool with that that's scientific based right that's real that's fact right it's scientific based but then to be like it's coming to get trump nah because i don't like it when them fucking christian people be like it's coming to get gay people <laughs> Correct. or new orleans is a sinful place and shit like that like none of y'all know why a fucking hurricane hits where it hits because none of us know where it's gonna hit when it's gonna hit and for all these people that say god work in mysterious ways y'all sure do claim to know how the fuck he worked y'all don't know if that's if that's y'all believe how the fuck you know oh yeah he hit he hit uh, alaska because you know sarah palin like nigga you don't you're not paying no attention to that shit so yeah i killed three three innocent old people made them drown and cars crash you know because i was mad at trump that's me god talk to y'all next year anyway um 
she said after houston suffered the worst flooding in recent memory from harvey miami prepares to face a direct hit from irma the outspoken actress 27 seen the blame lay the blame for the natural disaster firmly with voters who are skeptical about global warming here's the thing none of these states even these very red states none of these states are sitting around with 100 percent people voting red so it's kind of, you know it's like my state we're fighting tooth and nail to 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 stay uh in the conversation to keep the state you know blue we're winning certain elections we're not winning other ones we're getting gerrymandered we're getting voter suppression mm-hmm. all this shit is rigged against us and yet we are still fighting to make sure that our voice is heard and that the state doesn't just become a red state without a fight and motherfuckers that don't live in these places are always like that's what they get voting for republican hey man i didn't i don't want the hurricane to hit me and die because y'all niggas mad at some other motherfuckers that i can't control correct um anyway it's also scary to know the climate change is due to human activity and we continue to ignore it and the only voice that we really have is through voting said lawrence in an interview with uk's channel 4 to promote her new movie mother uh the interviewer reminded the start of the u.s went to the polls just under a year ago and chose trump to which lawrence answered and we voted and it was really startling then lawrence insinuated that the deadly hurricanes were inflicted upon the usa because climate change denied voters cause of the billionaire chose the billionaire tycoon y'all do realize if hillary won hurricanes are still coming come on yeah it is yeah it is and it's one of the things where it's like yeah okay yeah like come on y'all play too much man um yeah uh you know you're watching these hurricanes now it's really hard especially while promoting the movie not to feel mother nature's rage and wrath the reaction she received from the interview was harsh um bunch of fake ass liberal uh fake ass conservative republican you know accounts are being so offended and shit but whatever that's just called part of the course yep um you know they're not gonna see mother or mama whatever the name mother with an exclamation point is the name of her new movie i feel like the movie is screaming at me you know honestly man what she said at least from what i'm reading it didn't seem that bad she didn't say directly that it was trump's fault Mm. yeah i don't know i don't even know what that mad about let me see maybe there's more lauren said the current discourse over climate change and politics in america is something she's no longer familiar with this new language that's forming i don't even recognize the interviewer for channel four pressed her on trump next asking do you find president trump confusing i don't find him confusing i think i know exactly what he is she said smirking uh it's really polarizing and upsetting i've heard things and seen things on tv in my own country that devastate me and make me sick and it's really just confusing the actress previously narrated a film about humankind's impact on the environment in an imax and nasa collaboration called a beautiful planet she's also a regular attendee at various earth day events uh yeah i don't know man this doesn't seem that bad am i missing something it ha- i have to feel hope you know you have to feel hope you can't just fall into despair but a producer on the movie called this film an impotent howl of rage it's like a helpless howl to the moon like it's just an assault yeah you know what whatever it didn't sound that bad unless i missed something and y'all got a quote that that i haven't heard you know can't trust the daily mail they just be saying whatever they can in the title it's probably like four people outraged and shit yeah. um let's see 
a university fires a professor who blamed harvey on glp vote now see this nigga really did do what jennifer lawrence what they accused jennifer lawrence of doing that she didn't do uh yeah this person did it yeah like yeah this is y'all do know when it come the hurricane don't give a fuck it sweeps up everybody yeah this is how you get fired yeah that makes sense yeah in a facebook post he said it's uh yeah he he, dude what are you doing he put out a tweet that said instant karma for texas because it voted republican when the hurricane hit it's a lot of people out there it was like fuck Donald trump too now you could not have thought that that was gonna go well i just am i maybe i'm tripping there's no way that that was gonna go well people are gonna immediately because it's too sensitive of a topic you know the timing was wrong they calling it karma and people are dying and drowning and shit like anyway he took that l um and got fired mm. so you know i lost a job and wife for news he should have just said black people deserve to get run over by uh a protest for black lives matter he would have been okay he'd have been just fine yeah he said i don't believe in instant karma but this kind of feels like it for texas hopefully this will help them realize the gop doesn't care about them Nigga only got two retweets and got fired. Jesus. No! <laughs> I mean, at least give me a few hundred if I'm gonna lose a job. Damn. I guess as we're a red state, we deserve some bad karma too, right? And he said, yep, those who voted for him here deserve it as well. It's not, y'all do know the hurricane doesn't skip over houses. It doesn't just be like, right? all right, Trump voter, Trump voter, ooh, Democrat, Trump voter, Trump voter, ooh, Jill Stein, half the house. Trump voter, Trump voter, ah! burning a bus burn this shit down like come on that's not how it works Mm-mm. anyway uh that's what white people were mad about uh is there anything else i want to oh a woman finds a frog living in her target salad oh i guess this is why you go to whole foods now yeah you get whole frogs <laughs> a california woman almost croaked when she, when she saw what was in her salad mm-hmm becky garfinkel of corona said she bought a box of lettuce mix at her local target and was halfway through eating it when she almost chomped down on a live frog i guess she didn't have the legs to stand on oh, jesus i don't have it up hold on how <laughs> uh, i go back sorry guys you know we have to do this i um, couldn't help myself here we go yeah you know what i know it's ugly but you gotta love it warts and all uh so (laughs) becky garfinkel said she 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 almost chopped down on the live frog oh wait they got a video i guess i can just play the video unless it's one of these uh oh great uh i gotta activate adobe flash to play this shit okay we'll see what we can do with that in the meantime uh she almost chomped down on live frog um as i go as i'm pulling to go stab the bite uh i see a frog sitting in my salad completely freaked out and screamed i threw up afterward because i was traumatized i guess that makes sense you know you might throw up a little bit 
you thought maybe because you got to be thinking did i already eat some frog come on did the frog shit in the salad like come on right um it is a live animal oh yeah i'm sure it was quite riveting uh <laughs> i should have just jumped over that one to the next salad <laughs> you already said jumped but okay Not no you said legs, legs. Right. that's true <laughs> i'm sorry that's my fault got a little ahead of myself I'm a little, i done got a little bit better i guess i was feeling a little froggy <laughs> know the rules but i'm a little bit better i didn't know what was rules to this nah that was you did you, you're killing it today um i don't know why y'all be 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 uh uh push me for these funds they terrible um my husband noticed that he was kind of not moving a lot he rolled over so he decides let's do some chest compressions with his fingers i'm not kidding you what what the couple saved the frog and decided to keep it as a pet and name it lucky ah 100 white how you not gonna name him diggle you know that's y'all's fault um garfinkel says she contacted target and the company told her it was looking into the issue and offered her a five dollar gift card uh i will tell you now right now i have no desire to ever eat a salad again i'm petrified the thought of salad said garfinkel who is a strict vegetarian you have received this notification because you either subscribe what what notification who did this come on new york post yeah i do a better job editing your articles but uh anyway yeah man uh that's pretty white i don't know if it gets whiter than that Mm-mm. uh all right uh animal you eat turns into your pet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um <laughs> let's see uh how about we do some sore ratchetness and get out of here guys tomorrow we'll play a little more guest erasing and stuff like that yes um all right because i know you guys boycotting kaepernick and that stuff y'all need to watch the game i mean not watch the game but i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna have to let y'all know on twitter what what's going on so y'all can keep up without having to you know contribute to the nfl i don't know why y'all can't just find streams online i don't know why y'all not just stealing it like y'all do game of thrones and not tweet about it so don't nobody got to know mm-hmm. but it's fine uh anyway <laughs> Someone's brought up it. Someone said, "Did she say really in front of my salad?" That's good. I need to get that sound bite. That's my one of my favorites. Really, y'all just gonna do that right in front of my salad? <laughs> uh, a teenager, Kieran Wood, has admitted to a jury that he was a street drug dealer, but denies attacking a customer with a sword. He says the alleged victim robbed him. We don't believe you. It is claimed Wood pestered Christopher Hill to buy drugs for. Oh wait, we read this yesterday. It's just a different version of the same story. All right. White. Um, let me go to the next one. A man tried to stab his roommate with a samurai sword. No roommate. A Lafayette man could be facing an attempted murder charge after police say he tried to stab his roommate with a samurai sword following an argument this weekend. Devin Trey Leach, 22. White. 
I know we all would have missed it if it was guest rice was arrested on Saturday on suspicion of attempted second degree murder, felony menacing, obstructing a peace officer, resisting arrest, third degree assault, criminal mischief, violation of restraining order and violation of bonds conditions. Lafayette police commander Brian Rosapodla said the police were called at 3:25 a.m. Saturday to an apartment in the 700 block of Lafayette Drive on a report of a fight. Rosapodla said that leach and one other person were drinking in a part in an apartment where leach's uh roommate came home leach began demanding money from the roommate and a verbal argument started mm. leach then try uh began to try and fight his roommate an adult male and then grabbed a samurai sword and attempted to stab him rosa podger said the roommate was somehow able to block the attack and lock himself in the bedroom until police arrived the roommate had some deep had some cuts and scrapes but declined medical tre- uh treatment on the scene rosa podger uh Podula, i'm sorry said leach initially fled the scene but was eventually arrested by officers leach is currently in custody at the boulder county jail and awaiting a hearing on two thursday uh court records show leach pled guilty uh to two counts of menacing in a 2016 lafayette case and was sentenced to a deferred sentence and probation oh he gone to jail which he was still serving at the time of his alleged incident oh yeah so he gone uh all right guys that's it we'll be back tomorrow with more podcasting uh glad to have you guys back and until then i love you i love you too Mwah. oh wait i'm sorry i forgot to mention a couple of things one we recorded uh for premium people fear the walking dead recap last night at fucking 12 o'clock at night go listen to it if you watch fear the walking dead yep. um and then there will there should be a um balls deep and all that stuff this week there should be a nerd off this week all the stuff should be back so you guys are there and then also i was on single simulcast a couple weeks ago uh rashani's podcast i was a guest on there we talked about a lot of stuff joel osteen all kinds of stuff um so if you guys want to check out where you can find some more ride and karen do that and this is not paid advertising or anything but i really highly recommend um this episode of inner hole uprising podcast mm-hmm. called i think it's called blurs maybe um man it's a conversation on there that is so good i feel like every black person that hangs out in nerd spaces and especially on the internet should all go listen to this conversation it was that good and uh it it, like could not recommend it highly enough the guest they had on there was great um uh and um the there was like a dude that was on there that was kind of like i think a lot of men can listen to him because they identify with him and they can learn what not to do correct and how not to be uh and i think it's really important man so yeah check both of, check all that stuff out uh we'll be back tomorrow until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.